Yes. <laughs> you got to bring up our fight. Okay, let's do this. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. Are you ready? I'm ready. Love or work. Is anyone listening? No, don't put that on the air. These two people are really, really funny. This one made me cry. World Series champion. Around the entire world. NBA All-Star. We hope you love this interview as much as we did. Love or work. Welcome to the Love or Work podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. Well, hello. Hi. This is really fun to be here with you right now and with our listeners Man, I don't know who's listening, but I hope you're having a great day. Yes, yes. And today is going to be fun. A is little, it? A little different. A little different. We what don't... do you have up your sleeve today, <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Schinnebarger? Yes. Well, I feel like I've heard some requests from people and listeners of some topics or some things they want us to touch on that I feel like we touch on a little bit, you know, throughout episodes, but maybe we haven't dedicated time to it. Oh, you but you've had your listening ears on. Yes, I'm listening. I'm so, listening to our listeners. So what are they saying? So one of the things is like we don't really talk a lot about people that are getting ready to get married. Getting ready. So they might be dating. They might be engaged. Okay. They might be thinking about it okay. one day in the future and they're not quite there. But um what advice or what kind of things we would have for them about um, marriage? So maybe a things I wish I would have known. Things I wish I would have known before I got into this mess that I'm in now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I oh. mean, they're not in it yet. Yeah. But before marriage, what, what, what should I know? What should I expect? What are some things that, you know wisdom we can pass along. Should we just jump right in? How are we going to do this? Well, we haven't really talked about it. We have So I made a list and you made a list <laughs> and we're just going to kind of I have it. a feeling everything on the list has a story. Probably. Oh, wait. I do have a thought on this though. If you're listening and you're like, I'm already married and we've been married for 27 years, what am I going to learn from this? Here's what I would think would be funny is if you listen to this with your partner or separate and then when you go on a date night or you're together sometime soon. Compare it. <laughs> compare it like, does it relate in any way to your story? Or what advice would you give to someone that is just preparing for marriage, right? Yeah. And then also pass it along. I yeah. feel like this is one of these podcasts that if you're you know, well into married life and it doesn't um, really you know, pertain to you. Yeah. We all know somebody that's on their, that path. Yeah. Um, it could be your um, kids, college students, you know, young, Actually, young like We should dedicate this to our niece right now. <laughs> she's, get, she's getting married in October. I didn't think about this until uh, this moment. Oh, Elizabeth, this is for you. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it could be for her, but mm -hmm. I think we should just, this should be a sharing podcast, right? Things we wish we would have known. You go first. Marriage doesn't fix anything. So I would say whatever problems, issues, insecurities, struggles, um, shame, body issues, all, all those things that, you know, we have prior to um, marriage that we just deal with are never going to be fixed once hmm. you get married. This other person isn't going to make it better. Um, in fact, it usually gets worse. 
And uh, I would say that unless you do your own personal work with a counselor, a therapist, or um, a group of women, men, whatever, um, it's it's not going to change. Because mm. uh, uh, I think a lot of us think that when we get married, that this other person is going to complete us. Is that right? Is that yes. the is that that's the myth, mm. and that's wrong. I. We didn't complete one another. <laughs> Hell no. I think one thing we learned is that like two imperfect people coming together does not make a perfect person. It just makes it worse. Exponentially more <laughs> imperfections, right? And, and so I think this is interesting. Like, um, yeah, you have to work at, at, at growing in yourself and growing in different ways and encourage that in one another. There are things that because of you, um, I'm a better person for sure, but it doesn't complete and fully fix everything. Yeah. No. Yeah. You gotta do your own work. Do your own work. All right. Your turn. Expectations. Oh yeah. There's lots of those. Yes. Uh ideally going into marriage, if you limit the amount of expectations you might have on one another, there's a greater likelihood of success. Yes, I would even say uh, no expectations. Yes. So I know that that seems impossible, Mm -hmm. and it probably is, but if you can really focus on trying not to have them, or if you do communicating them, then you will have way less fights. We had a moment last night. You got to bring up our fight. Yeah. And really it was about expectations because I felt like, I felt like you were pushing expectations on me, which you weren't. I was communicating the expectations. And let's just say when you do have expectations on one another, someone is going to be disappointed. Yeah. And that, that's really the reality. Expectations leads to disappointment because nobody knows your expectations and that's one thing that we always, that I think uh, we always kind of hear is like, well, you, you know me best. You should just know that, no, mm. we don't, even though we're best friends and we know each other, the, you know, the deepest, um, we still, I still don't know what's happening in your brain with your expectations. And those often change situationally. So I would definitely say, um, communicate them, talk about it, or don't have them at all. All right, what you got next? Well, that was actually one on my list, so you just check that one off. Well, isn't that cute? <laughs> isn't that as, cute? As, as we we're together longer. Same. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, here's another one. Which Number three. might be controversial. I don't know. I would say that when we got married, I thought that we would just integrate into this we, where the I became we. And tell, tell me more. I'm, I don't know that we've had this conversation before. You know how they say like two become one. Yeah. I imagine that that was the essence of becoming one with somebody else that I would then lose myself. Mm. where now I'm this new entity, which is connected to you. And 
I don't believe that that's true. I do believe there's a big part of we that has to happen and has to grow. But if I lose myself and lose my individuality of who I am, then I think that's sad. Yeah. I think I think you lose a part of me. I think mm. you lose too because who you fell in love with is um that individual person that I am that is not going to conform and change into a we. It's still going to be me, but we're going to be a we. Yeah, I could see where this could be controversial. <laughs> Here comes all the I people. Mean, I mean, yeah. All I, the shout outs, all the pastors. There's a fine line here. Um, I get what you're saying, and I also I also know what some of the combating could be in this. Some, some people could say, well... If you if you keep the mindset that you are still individuals, then is it really a commitment? And 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 then the mindset jumps quickly to, well, so then divorce is easy. You can just split, and because you're always an individual, and that's how you make decisions and X, Y, and Z. Right? I don't think I've said any of that, but I know you didn't. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that you did all those things. I'm saying that there's some people listening that probably are, are making big jumps in this. Yeah, that's a big jump. And so I get what you're saying, and I. It would be an interesting conversation for, for a couple to have about this. What is your belief in this? How, how do you walk forward in your marriage in relation to this idea? I think it's a healthy conversation. I think it also is about like almost how we want to change the other person. So right. that can lead to another point on here that um, we want the other person to change. And usually when you want somebody to change, you want them to change to be more like you, right? Because that's easy and you know you and that makes it, it seems better. And because my way is better, my thoughts are better, you know, this whole idea, right? And so when, when we want to change somebody then to be more like us, that's, that's kind of where I'm leading. Like, I still should be able to be me, the individual me that makes me unique. And you should still be you, the individual you, without feeling like we have to change each other into something else. Hmm. I'm pushing buttons. So you're giving me looks like I'm pushing buttons. No, you're not. You're not. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's interesting. We do. I think what you're saying is very true that it's natural for us to want our partners to be more like ourselves. Right. Which isn't actually what we love. No. There's a there's a brokenness in that about, you know, self-infliction or whatever that we love, but really I fell in love with you because you're different than me. Right. And we want to keep that. Um I think that I think that's good advice. Thank you. Thank you, police. <laughs> On a much lighter note. Oh, okay. Number 4. I've been keeping track of the numbers. I guess so. I'm not, but go ahead. Always buy two types of orange juice. (laughs) Yes. The ever loving fight of pulp or no pulp. Pulp or no pulp. And this is compromise is what you're trying to say. Yeah. What, what, here's what I'm saying. (laughs) It has nothing to do with orange juice, but it has everything to do with orange juice. 
you're going to get into this relationship and there's going to be some things that at the end of the day, it's okay to disagree. Yep. Like you and I, we will never agree on, agree on pulp or no, or no pulp. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Exactly. Some things in marriage, in your life, in your partnership, in your continuous commitment, like if it, if it's that big of a deal to each of you, just get two of them. <laughs> yep. Like you don't have to agree on everything in life. Exactly. Which we disagree on almost everything. Yeah, so mo- that's great. Yeah. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> so remember that principle. All right. It's okay to buy two types of orange juice. All right. My next one is, which I think we've stated this a lot in our previous podcasts, and I'll just restate it again, that the person that you are about to get to be with forever will not be the same person. So who you think you're marrying right now is not going to be that same person in however long period of time that you're thinking you're going to be together. Yeah. So I've said that I feel like I've married, you know, seven different Jeffs and it's true. We've, we've changed. And nobody gave us that advice before we got married. That is for sure. And I think, but I think that like, I think if I would have known that, I think that would have been a good good thing to know. Yeah. And it just, again, lowers the expectation, right? It gives your partner freedom to become who they are supposed to become in whatever way that looks like. And we always hope that it's towards growth and expansion and betterness of their selves, but and becoming more of their true self. Like we hope that that's where it leads to, Mm. but there are definitely hard times and hard days where that person might not be all that they are supposed to be, but that's where we let go of that expectation and allow each other to grow and change and become who we're supposed to be. Love it. Um, number six for me is listen to our sex podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think, oh, I should have written it down. Um, I would definitely say that what whatever chemistry you have right now, sexual, intimacy, whatever it is, it's probably pretty great. Yeah, it's it's hot. And <laughs> that will change. Mm-hmm. Not because you're not going to be, you know, intimate and sexy and all the things that you are right now, but because circumstances of life change, somebody might go through a point of depression, you will might have children in the future, hormones change, all the things change. And so to, again, um, be okay with that change that sex is not going to look like it is right now. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So listen to that podcast. There's a lot of good advice in there. We don't need to hash out all the words that you embarrass me by. Let's keep going. (laughs) Uh, Number seven. One of the greatest things that we did for our marriage was go through Financial Peace University. This is not a plugged anything. Mm -hmm. It's just what it did is because money is a real tension in marriage. Mm -hmm. And for us, that gave us something to do together to have a plan accordingly. Yes. And 
I think every couple at some point needs to go through some kind of financial training with someone. It doesn't have to be that training. No. So that you get on the same page of how you're operating with money. Yes. I think uh, your families of origin and uh, you will be different. How you manage money, spend money, do things with money will be different. And so as long as you can be on the same page right from the get-go of knowing how you both want to do it together and manage it together, best thing we've ever done. Mm. Number eight, I would say starting right away, starting right now, one thing that you can do that will enhance your marriage from day one is every week go on a date together. Yes. And I remember when we first got married, p- people told us that. We didn't really understand it because it's like... Because you're always we're dating. Always t- well, we're always <laughs> together. Yeah, but, the- but you're also always like, you're young and you're dating and you're hanging out all the time. Right, but you're building a muscle, you're building a habit of once a week or however often you, you want it to be. Like, go on dates. Like, get get ready. Like, get yourself like looking nice for a night and be creative and enjoy it and focus on one another. Number nine, start counseling now. So personal counseling, individual counseling, or even couples counseling, whatever you want, it doesn't matter. Start it now. So don't wait till pre-marriage counseling if you do that. Don't wait. Don't wait for after-marriage counseling. Don't wait for any of that. Just go ahead and start counseling now. That's great. I'm going to round it out with number 10. All right. This is the, listen, this is, <laughs> this is for all the men out there. I'm just going to give you a little piece of advice. Every single man listening, this is one little tip. You don't have to remember anything else that we said in this entire <laughs> episode. If you remember this one thing, I'm just looking out for you. This is you too, Matt. I'm looking out for everybody listening. Just one thing. If your partner calls you three times in a row, answer the phone. (laughs) And there's been a couple moments, a few times in my life I didn't quite answer. I was in a meeting, something was going on, I didn't answer. the time where I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind. Uh, If your partner calls you three times in a row, (laughs) answer the phone. I'm getting a head nod from Matt. I'm just, All I'm, right. You know, Everybody. some of these are a little deeper. I'm just going to go straight to the point. If your partner <laughs> calls you three times in a row, answer the phone. You're welcome. Take it to the bank. It'll help you. Do not decline the third call. All right, everybody. Wait, I'm going to go back over. Oh, we have gonna 10 do, things. We're going to do a rewind so things. that everybody heard the top 10 advice. Number pieces one. Pieces of advice. Number one. You're not going to fix each other. Number two. No expectations. Number three, be an individual. Asterisk, this could be controversial. <laughs> Number four, buy, buy two orange juices. It's okay. Number five, your person will change. Number six, listen to the sex podcast. This is like the follow-up to this podcast is the sex podcast. Number seven, talk about money. Get some training in money. Number eight, do a date night. Number eight, Date, night, great, right? Date, eight. Keep going, please. Number nine, start counseling now. And number 10, 
If you don't remember anything. Oh. If your partner calls three times, answer the Damn phone. The end. Ten topics. <laughs> ten things to consider. Obviously, the point isn't to like give you a, a ton of things to do. Take one of these. Hopefully, one of these little things will be an encouragement to you today. If you have a friend that is getting married, a niece, a nephew, a coworker, send them this podcast. Yes. And we if hope you're already, it's helpful. Yeah. And if you're already married, I'd love for you to have listen to this with your partner and think, what are your top 10 things you would give to a newly married person? Well, when you listen, we're going to have this on Instagram and we definitely want to hear more pieces oh, of advice. Yeah. So please comment and let us know what your advice is uh, so at, that we can add it to our list. Yeah. At lover work and uh, follow us on Instagram and share this with a friend. All right. Have a good day. This episode was produced by DJ Obdiggy for Soul Graffiti Productions.